Hello, hello. How are you doing today? I'm really excited that you are here on this podcast today because we are going to be talking about something I think is one of my favorite topics, and that is money. I wanted to talk about money because it's on everyone's mind right now with the whole pandemic issue. Now, I realize that money is not a topic that a lot of people are really comfortable talking about, and that's why I want to do this. So there's a lot of people who are struggling right now, but while there definitely will be a trickle-down effect in our economy, it's going to be over with soon. And it's really important for us to really prepare, right? To really talk about money, to really understand what factors we have to have in our life personally, in our personal economy, so that we can be as ready for these kinds of things as we possibly can. So this time in lockdown is the time for most of us to plan and to dream. But mostly it's a time to work on what exactly we need to do to make more money, to hold on to it too, right? This is why I want to dive into what I personally think are the most important factors in making money and actually holding on to it, you know, attracting this green stuff. So if you're ready, sit back and let's get started. Welcome to the Fearless Pursuits Podcast, where it's that time to slap your doubts and fears around, learn marketing and sales strategies, mindset hacks, and even a little metaphysical thrown in for good measure so you can have a breakthrough to success in your own life and business. I'm Sharon Lee, an online life and business coach and serial entrepreneur for over 25 years. My goal is to share with you everything that I've learned along the way, including the good, the bad, and the ugly. Each week, we'll explore what it takes to reach your goals and dreams and create that financial freedom through online entrepreneurship. If you're ready to dig in, listen in now to today's episode. Money, 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 money. Show me the money. Yeah, there's so many movies. There's so many songs on money. There's lots of books on it. And yet, there's a lot of people that don't like talking about it. I think money is an exciting topic to talk about. And we're going to be talking about the three factors that you need to implement in your life so you can make more money. So let's just dive right in. So the first one is responsibility. I know this is really difficult for a lot of people, taking responsibility for where you are in your life. And we're always ready to point the finger at somebody else. Somebody else is responsible for our success or our failure. And that's, that's something that we can see. Just we've got this magnifying glass on these other people in our life, our situations, and we can clearly see all of the problems. We can clearly see where other people are holding us back. Our other situations are holding us down. But here's the thing. Every little situation that we've had, we chose. So I'm going to throw myself under the bus here. So I did a podcast with someone 
recently where I was a guest and we were talking about responsibility and my homelessness. So many, many years ago, I was homeless. And yes, there were some tragic situations that happened. You know, lots of different types of abuse. It was really a difficult time for me. And I dealt with a lot of confidence issues, self-esteem, self-worth, you name it, right? And I decided to leave. I decided to not have to put up with this anymore. So some people could say, oh, I was a victim, um, poor little Sharon, and I did feel that way for a lot of years, I really did. Um, you know, I kind of go in and out of taking responsibility for what had happened, but the truth is, is I chose that. Now, fast forward to when I got married. So, you know, a lot of people get married and it doesn't work out. You know, there's a lot of issues with the, the marriage, you know, arguments and some bad things that come out of divorces and whatnot. And some people could say that they're the victim. I was the victim too. I had to start my life all over again. And this is where Fearless Pursuits comes from. And so I choose to believe and take responsibility for the fact that I married him. I'm the one that married him and maybe I should not have, you know, and that's really difficult to throw myself under the bus and say, you know, I should have been the runaway bride. I should not have done that. And so everything that happened, me starting my my life over again, is my responsibility. Me starting a business, my brick and mortar business, and realizing how much it impacted my children's lives. They lost their father, they lost their mom who had always been there for them, homeschooling. And it was my responsibility to make sure that they were fed, right? So I start the skin spa and I leave them. And they're not, you know, they're really struggling with dealing with a whole new life. And so I find out how it's really disrupting um, the business, or, or rather it's disrupting the family, even though the business was really successful, which was amazing. That's what I set out to do. But, you know, it hurt the family. So I ended up taking responsibility for what had happened, for my part in it, selling the business, and then taking the money that I had and reinvesting reinvesting it into this business. So that's the thing. We realize that every situation is our responsibility. How much money we have or how much money we don't have is our responsibility. And that's really, really difficult because we can look at all those people who were manipulating our money and we could have just said something like, no, we're not doing that. I mean, I gave basically two houses to my ex. So a lot of people think I'm an idiot for that. You know, um, I was of the mindset that I really didn't even want to deal with it. So I just signed over the houses, everything to him. I didn't want to deal with it. And that's my responsibility. So I can't walk around and, and talk about poor me and I don't have the funds from those houses. You see, so that's the thing when we're talking about how much money we have or we don't have. Now, I'm not talking about how people were laid off from the pandemic. Obviously, you know, that's a situation that happened to people. 
right? So where's the responsibility for the, these people? The responsibility for these people is probably more about how they're able to save the money and invest the money while they had it, being good stewards of the money while they had it. Where a lot of people, and, and this is probably going to rub people the wrong way, but when they have the money, they have a tendency to spend it. But this is something that we've been talking about for 100 years, right? We know that people um, will live beyond their means. That's why they go into credit card debt. They have a credit card, they want this thing, they need these shoes, so they go and they get it rather than saving for it. This is what my mom always did. My mom happened to be a bookkeeper, so she was an accountant for many years and she was very good at money. And, you know, we were poor, very, very poor. Uh, the one thing she was always very good at, though, is, is saving her money. And she never bought anything that she didn't have the money for. And so now, you know, she lives a pretty good life, you know, and she's single and she's never relied on anybody else for her, her finances. So, you know, I really, you know, pat her on the back and give her a lot of kudos for really, you know, coming out of poverty and taking responsibility for her own life. And, and I don't know if you know, but, you know, she lost her eye uh, because of a monster who abused her when she was a very young woman, when I was very young. And this is something that I was very scarred because of seeing it, right, um, as a young girl. So, you know, she took responsibility for her life and she did the best that she could. And so that's the thing, you know, we realize that there's a lot of situations that come out of our existence, out of us just living, you know, making the wrong choices, but we have to take responsibility for that. And that's what she did. You know, it was a really, really difficult time for all of us. And she turned it around, and, you know, she changed her career and uh, really was hardcore into investing and saving her money as much as possible, being extremely smart about how she was spending the money and those habits that she had of saving the money before she spent it was one of the best things that she could have done. So now she's a much older woman able to live off of her retirement, which is something a lot of people can't say they can do because they've spent it, they've overspent it. And so this is why we have to be really, really honest and it's really difficult to be honest about how we've spent our money. But this factor alone is something that you can use right now to turn everything around and start really being able to um, be wise about your money. So the second factor is your relationship with money. Now, I think this is really powerful because I think we have to be really honest about our relationship. Now, I know a lot of people have a love-hate relationship with their money. So there is this, this technique that I like to do and that is to write a letter to money. And if you haven't done that, it's really very powerful. And, you know, we see a lot of people who 
really do have this love affair with money and it's like I love you when you're here but I'm so resentful when you're not here and why isn't there ever enough of you I never feel like I get enough of you and it sounds like the saddest romance (laughs) the saddest story right and that's the thing is because we don't have a good relationship. I mean, if you were cursing money or you were telling money how bad it is, of course money is not going to stick around, right? Because you resent it. And we realize, now I can get a little bit woo here, but the one thing that we don't really understand is this energy of attraction. When we talk about the law of attraction, the laws of the universe. I could lose a couple of listeners here, but it doesn't really matter. We we know with quantum physics, quantum mechanics, that these laws exist. So we realize that when we are struggling with a a solution for something when we're struggling with a concept we're really in conflict with it and that we see this with uh, romances for example you know with you know you want to attract love to you um, you know if you have a bad relationship with the whole idea of dating for example then you're going to really struggle with it it's it's just something that we know exists so having a good relationship with money and loving it and you know loving it in your life rather is something that we all have to really work on if we don't have a good relationship with money there's really no way that it's really going to be a tra- to us in our life. <clears throat> so if you are really interested in making more money, then you've got to be responsible with it, right? You've got to take responsibility for what you have, how you spend it, and you ultimately have to have a good relationship with money and you have to feel good about how you handle it. Like, oh, um, people will say something like, I'm really bad at money. That's their relationship. That's their beliefs. I'm really bad at handling money. Um, I make money, but then it leaves just as quickly as I make it. You see, that's their relationship. They don't believe that they're good at it, and they don't believe that they'll ever be good at it. So that's why having a better relationship with money is so critical for you to actually make more of it because that's the Um, energetic aspect of money. So you've got to really understand that you have a lot of control here. These are factors that you have control of that will help you make more of it. So let's talk about the third factor. So this third factor is to me really, really, um, I guess it's kind of fun to think about and it's your future self. So the future self is somebody who has a good relationship with money. The future self is somebody who uh, takes really good responsibility, you know, of their money and everything in their life, right? So this is that version of ourself that we want to be. So you can think about it. And I did a podcast on the future self here recently. So if you haven't done that, that's in the last episode. You want to listen to that because it's very powerful. So the thing is, is that you can take a look at every single aspect that 
you want to change. You want to take a look at that future self that you want to be, that person that, um, you know, has a has really good relationships, that person who um, can control their emotions, that person who is in really great relationships with other people, that person who makes a lot of money, that person who feels really amazing and confident, that person who's healthy. And we want to really work on becoming that version of ourselves. And so I work through this technique where you literally can step into that. And it's very powerful for us. So if you haven't done that, you've got to listen to that episode. Um, But this future self of the person that makes the money, we literally have to figure out how they're making that money, how this future self is making the money, how they handle money, how confident they feel around money, and write those things down so that this is something that we're literally going to become every single day as we're focusing on it. So I talked a lot about that in that podcast. So I don't really want to get into it too much. You've just got to listen to that podcast because that future self exercise, understanding the future self has everything to do with our success in any sphere of our life. When you take a look at the life wheel, and if you've had any life coaching or you understand how the life wheel works, essentially, it looks like, you know, the the wheel of fortune, (laughs) where it divides up into little uh, pies of like your finances, your career, your relationships, your love, your health, your fitness, all of those different aspects of our life. And we want to be able to work on each and every one of those areas so that future self has it all together, right? So that's who we want to become. And ultimately, if you are not practicing the future self around how you make money, how you um, are responsible for it and, and your relationship with money, there's no way that you'll really be able to make the money, have the money attract to you, and hold on to it. That's why it's so powerful for you to really hone in on your future self and how you are being in that version of yourself. So I'm going to give you a bonus factor. So we talked about the three factors that you need in your life in order to make more money. So that's the responsibility, the relationship, and your future self. So this bonus factor here is alignment. And I kind of touched on it a little bit with energy. But the fact is, is that we need to be in alignment with money. In other words, see how it can factor into your relationship. If you have a bad relationship with money, then you're out of alignment for it. You say that you want money, but then you're mad at money when it's not in your life. And that's why it's so powerful for you to really feel good about money. So when it's not in your life or you feel like there's not enough in your life, you need to be in what we call the law of sufficiency and abundance. 
And this is one of the greatest laws of the universe. It is true for any aspect of your life. So you think about your romances. Again, um, everything correlates. So if you want better relationships with your husband or your wife, then you need to be in gratitude. Look at the law of sufficiency and abundance of what is working. Let's focus in on what is working. So this is really difficult when you don't have a lot of money. So remember, if you've been following me for any length of time, you know that I was a homeless and you know that I lived in poverty for a great number of years. And how is it that you're supposed to feel good about money when you don't have any, right? So I remember when I had my last $25, right? And how was I supposed to move into sufficiency and abundance when all I had was $25 to my name? I'm moving into what we call scarcity, that scarcity mindset. Better not spend that $25 because I might not get any money. I might not have any money coming to me. You see, this is what we do. So what we have to really think and believe is that if we've ever had money flow into our life, we have to believe that money will indeed flow into our life again. So, you know, if you've ever been unemployed, like you got fired or you got laid off, right? And then there was a period of time where, you know, you got another job and you're looking back on that time of when you were fired or when you were laid off and it's just a distant memory, right? I think we've all been laid off. I know I was. And it, in the thing is, is that those experiences of financial distress, they happen to all of us. And we realize that we came out of it fine. I came out of being homeless. I came out of living in poverty. I came out of starting my life all over again and I'm building this business and I'm succeeding. And that's the thing we have to understand that if you only have just a little bit of money, it's okay because there's more coming. You have to know that if money has ever flowed into your life, it will flow into your life again. This bonus factor is one of the things that's going to get you through if you're really struggling right now with the whole pandemic crisis because we realize that when the pandemic crisis is over money is going to be flowing back in our life right there's no mistaking that fact there's a lot of um bars that are going to be opening up again. They're going to need bartenders if you're a bartender. Um, there's a lot of restaurants that are going to be opening up and they're going to need servers. Um, you know, Uber is going to be opening up. Instacart's going to be opening up. I mean, everything is going to start be opening up again and we're going to start creating a thriving economy. And that's the thing when we understand that it, money exists right now. Money is flowing into our lives. And think about even the stimulus check. I mean, a lot of people didn't expect that. It's not enough. Let's not focus on not enough. Let's focus on the fact that money is flowing into our lives. Unexpected money is flowing into our lives. You see, we have the responsibility to look at any situation in a negative light or a positive light. Now this is not positive thinking 
um, ideal here. But I do know for a fact, if you are focusing and you are in alignment with negativity, negativity will be attracted to you. If you're always thinking about how money is not in your life, how it's scarce in your life, and how it's not enough, that's exactly what you're going to get more of because you're not in alignment with having money for money flowing into your life. So we've already shown our reticular activating system in our mind that money is flowing. We see it. So what we have to do is, now that we've proven that to ourselves, we have to agree. This is what your mind has to do. Your mind has to agree or disagree. Um, and this is how we're able to be in alignment with it. So can you or can you not agree that money is flowing in our economy? Let's not focus on the scarcity part. There's not enough, right? Okay, because that is the opposite of what we want to do. We want to focus in on money is flowing. Remember, the law of sufficiency and abundance is what we have to focus on. Let's focus on that we have money. We have to focus on money is coming. There's an abundant amount of money out there. And let's remember back in the old depression days, right? The depression era. There were more millionaires made during that period of time than ever. I know I've mentioned this in a previous podcast, but I think it's really it's impactful. It's really powerful for us to really understand this. When we can grasp the fact that richness can be made from poverty, right? And give people jobs. This is where we can create so much power and really create a different light in how we move forward with our life. So these are basically the four factors that you need if you want to make more money. And I hope this really blessed you because I know right now, whatever you're going through in your personal life or your business, if you're thinking about creating a business, starting a business, maybe now is the time for you to start the business, then this is the time for you to really switch your mind into understanding these factors. I saw... Um, a uh, news article recently uh, watching the news I rarely do that um, but I just we were watching a show it ended and it just happened to come on and I saw the most amazing news in my local area and it's where this couple had been laid off they were not romantically involved as far as I could tell we had a chef and then we had a um, baker and they got together and decided that they were going to make a company and I don't know they probably aren't listening but I'm just going to give them a little shout out um, it's called COVID Donuts COVID Donuts <laughs> something like that COVID Bakery and I thought that was or maybe it was pandemic maybe it was pandemic because I think COVID would probably be bad but I think it was pandemic bakery and that's the thing is kind of an interesting name but their business sold out in four hours they literally started this business they were promoting on social media and they sold out all of their their donuts I believe it was donuts 
in four hours. And so this is what is possible when you get creative, when you take responsibility for your situation. These are two different individuals who lost their jobs. They came together, they collaborated, they created a future self, their future self, they became it. They created a relationship with money that was undeniable. They were in alignment with their greater goal and they created a, an amazing business. And those people who have money, who are currently working, were of the mindset of supporting small businesses. And yes, this is what we want to do. We want to do as much as we can to support other people. See, and this is where giving comes in when we're so grateful for what we have and we see the blessings and we see the gifts of other people we just give when you give you get it's another part of the law of attraction that a lot of people move out of they they tend to look at the scarcity so I just wanted to share that story with you because I want you to see what's possible this is what we have to do. We have to stay in those phases of belief. Now remember, there are three phases of belief. The first phase is, I don't believe. That's you know your responsibility to understand the different phases and where you are, and also your relationship with belief in and of itself. The second phase of belief is possibility. And that's you looking and keeping your eyes focused in on what is truly possible for you, your life, your business. The third phase of belief is the most amazing and most impactful part. And that is of it actually happening. It is a reality. It is something that truly is happening. And you need to move into that as quickly as you possibly can. When you can move through those phases of belief, like, I totally believe that this is going to happen. This is what my life is going to be like. This is my future self. I can totally do this. Everything is going to be all right. I know everything's going to be all right. Um, I see the abundance around me. I am grateful for the, for the money that I do have in my life. I refuse to look at any scarcity ideas that there's not enough. I am focused in on what I have and I am grateful for what I have. And so this is what we have to do. This is that third phase of belief and it is so incredibly powerful for you when you can move through all of those phases quickly and truly believe that whatever it is that you want in your life exists right now. There's a reality where it exists and it is yours. You just have to believe leave it. And you can literally take actions, take action steps from that belief, even from the second phase of possibility. And that's what these people did that started that pandemic bakery. You know, they they had the, the idea, the audacity really to start their business and to realize that it was possible for them to succeed. And when they did, they're like, holy cow, this really worked. And so now they are in the third phase of belief where it indeed is possible. It is happening right now. This is our reality. We have created our dream business doing something that we love doing and making other people happy and making money.
You see, this is the most powerful thing that we can do when we focus in on those four factors, focus our minds in on the law of sufficiency and abundance and move through those phases of belief. I hope that this podcast blesses you and that you are just flooded with money in your life. Come back next Thursday for another episode of Fearless Pursuits Breakthrough to Success. I am here for you. I will see you next week. This week's episode was jam-packed with great content, and now it's time for you to take massive action. Make sure to schedule your strategy session with yours truly, and also visit fearlesspursuits.com where you can subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And while you're at it, if you found the show valuable, we'd appreciate a five-star rating on iTunes too. Or if you simply tell a friend about the podcast, that helps too. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. This is your fearless online business coach, Sharon Koenig. Thanks for listening. Now go out and be fearless so you can change the world.